The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded January 1st, 2019. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Surf Dads are a band from Regina, Saskatchewan, who helped lead the charge in 2018 to put their city's music scene on the map. On this episode of Inside the Artist Studio, principal members Chris and Gage join me to talk about their 2018 EP called Long Weekend, their record label called Grind Central Records, and the blossoming state of Regina's music scene. It brings me great joy to welcome to the Cups and Cakes studio, Surf Dads. Well, let's start with the intro. Who's who and what do you contribute to Surf Dads? Uh, I'm Chris. I play the drums and uh, I press the record button. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Gage McGuire. I sing the songs and I play the guitar. Sweet. So your last release was an EP called Long Weekend that came out in June of 2018. Uh, we love to hear at Cups and Cakes, put it on our best EPs of 2018 list. I was hoping to start with some details surrounding the writing, recording, and release of said EP. Yes. Well, do you want to start? I can start. Yeah, you start. I don't really remember the writing so much of it. We were wanting to make another full length, and then that was stressing us out a little bit so we were like well we already have these demos why don't we just uh finish them and make another ep because eps are a lot more fun sometimes you can just put four really deadly tunes instead of like four good tunes and six whatever tunes (laughs) Um, uh, so we come on the goal is is 10 really great tunes right yeah i'm definitely so much more work definitely kidding about that um but uh yeah we we are very fortunate to just record it ourselves and that way we can do it however the heck we want and uh it was actually recorded this time last year we, yes. we did it over the course of the New Year's Eve weekend Okay, yeah. and just did the whole thing pretty much in, in one shot, which was... Hence the name Long Weekend. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that's kind of how we do all of our recording, other than uh, the full length. But other than that, we do just everything, one go, get yeah. it done. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you just hunkered down and did you guys record it live off the floor or no we did not but uh we did the drums in one day and then i think uh guitars and guitars and bass the next day and then uh maybe a little bit of vocals also that day and then the next day we just finished all the vocals so three days we did the whole thing um we we've thought about doing live stuff before but it's tough just because when we're in studio it's just the two of us and then live we rounded out with a couple of friends yeah um but yeah they just didn't know the songs we barely knew the songs they kind of get written as we go pretty much so yeah sometimes i get really upset with my my friend over here (laughs) when he shows up to recording uh he's like okay i'm gonna write the lyrics Oh. That's my that's my process. I do it with every band. I, I go to the recording studio. I listen to the song for like you know a little bit. Write some lyrics, and Bob's your uncle. 
that's you make that sound way too effortless. <laughs> uh, everybody listening right now hates you. At the <laughs> <laughs> My lyrics aren't good if that helps. <laughs> Uh, and you you do the recording and yes. uh, the uh, uh, mixing, correct? Chris? Yes, yeah, I do. I do that for um, a lot of the our labels bands, and uh, other than the LP, which was recorded by Rob Morrison and mixed uh, the Surf Dads records. So yeah. Um, now you since you brought it up, you guys run Grind Central Records. Yeah, you bet. What made you guys decide to start a record label? We basically we had the full length done all day breakfast, and we were shopping it around, and and there was some there was some interest, but it was just like, oh, come to Toronto, play this show, and then we'll talk. And I was like, Ugh, I don't want to do it. And we yeah, just yeah. we just wanted it out, so we're like, okay, let's just make our own label. And then we had made so many contacts from. You know, touring around for the past couple of years, and we we're just like, well, why don't we do this for our friends' bands as well, and start putting out more content so that there's, you know, a centralized place that you know you can find the sound that you're looking for, basically. So. Cool. And then we decided we had ideas like, oh, we can just like make other bands and put it on our label just to make the label look like it's got a lot of bands. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other bands do you guys play in then? Uh, I play in a band called Anemone with the guitar player of Surf Tads, Nolan, and uh, we did shows with Soulmates and yeah. Blue Youth, and Cage plays in Blue Youth. Uh, we play in a band called Doubt It all together. Um, uh, Gage plays drums in that, I play guitar. Dagan from Surf Tads plays, is a singer, it's his project. Okay. Um, uh, there's a lot. I yeah, I don't know. Blue Youth is my main other thing outside of this. Yeah. And then um, I play in a band called Wizzo. Yeah, very good band. We've got a record coming out soon, but we've laid low otherwise. For so the you past play bit. in two separate bands that were on two separate best of lists here at Cups and Cakes. Impressive, sir. Thank you. Um, which, which ones is that? Surf, that? Surf Dads and, and Blue Youth. Yeah, good for yeah. You're really good at music. <laughs> Um, it was a good year. <laughs> it was a good year, for, not just for you guys, but for Regina as a whole. Yeah, uh, yeah like absolutely. The, the Snake River album. Oh, um, unbelievable. I hear, I hear Black Thunder's got something coming out this coming year. Yeah. Chris recorded that, actually. Oh, you recorded that? I did do it. No and way. It was a really good learning experience, and they're very fun guys. Nice, nice. So I've kind of just noticed that there's something kind of bubbling up in Regina that I maybe hadn't seen in years past, and I was hoping that maybe you guys could... I mean, am I just seeing this as an outsider has it always been there or is this actually something that's just sort of starting to happen i think it in my opinion it's always been there there's always been a ton of bands but from my vantage point a lot of it has to do with chris here just being able to record the things for the bands at such a such a good rate honestly okay um he makes it really really easy you know a band can get in and do five six songs in a weekend type thing and it can be out yeah. a couple months down the road. So um, I do think that there's just more content coming out than, than ever before and more people taking it really, really seriously than yeah. ever before. So um, it does feel like a really good hub for 
unbelievable content right now. So with you running a recording studio or recording bands, mm-hmm. you know, being something that's easily accessible, is is there not much in that kind of realm in Regina? Is it hard to record an album in Regina? I I have I've been lucky, I think. Um, like a there's busy guy. Yeah, I, I I'm usually quite busy, and it, and it's I think it's just because. Uh, I think the growth of the scene has just made it so more more people want to play in Regina now. Before it was kind of like, well, I can't say before because I I'm a little younger, I guess. But uh, I would assume that a while ago it was like, uh, oh, you can't be in a band from Regina. You have to go to Toronto. You have to go to mm-hmm. yeah, Vancouver. That was a thing. And uh, and now it's just like, well, you can still make a record and like go tour and and just do it because you love it and mm-hmm. and you can do it without spending 20 million dollars and still hopefully make it sound half okay and uh i think that might be uh we we kind of pitch that to a lot of our friends and stuff and then all those bands join the label like there's a band called grosvenor on the label mm-hmm. um who is like really good friends of ours and trash hawks are like kind of the same group of guys and they're big for us for like you know grosvenor's got another record coming out soon i don't know if mm-hmm. they're saying anything about it yet but yeah <laughs> uh there's just a lot everyone's like they want to make a record every six months yeah. they would like so it's awesome i i love doing it i do it as much as i can and it's, it's really cool too right now, I think, because there's a lot of people who haven't played before yeah. that have been just writing songs in their basement and they're, they've been honing their craft and it's really, really good stuff. Yeah. And the space that has been created in Regina right now is so welcoming yeah. and we want those new artists so badly. A uh, good example is um, Marissa Burwell. We just put out a, a track uh, of hers. Her album's coming out in February and she's just been playing tunes like since she was in high school type thing but yeah. she just started playing shows in the past year yeah. and the record which again Chris made and, and plays on and it's one of my favorite things that I think will come out in 2019. It's, you know... February 8th, that comes out. Yeah, it's just incredible. And there's a lot of stuff like that going on right now. So, um, Is there a good... So, now forgive me, yeah. but uh, there is a question I'll ask you guys later on, but I ask it of every band. We do a rapid fire. Yeah. And there's one question about what's your favorite and least favorite cities in the in the country to play in. <laughs> and Regina sometimes gets noted as one of their least favorites, mostly because they have you know poor turnout and stuff like that. I'm wondering if um, the show culture in Regina, is, it, is that starting to pick up? I think in Saskatchewan, there's always either Saskatoon is really good or Regina is really good. And right now, Regina is one of the best that I've I've seen it. The turnouts are are insane. Like we had a, we had a a Christmas show on Friday there and it was a a benefit for the Regina Women's Shelters and we raised 4,000 bucks and there was like well over 200 people there. Like it was incredible. And they're i don't know even like the little shows that we do at at this little cafe called the mercury yeah. they're always jam-packed like I, I think things are really 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 good to uh, yeah i don't know we also did our first uh, grind central festival yeah um last summer and cool. we had an outdoor stage and an indoor stage and we, it was really stressful to plan the outdoor stage but it turned out to be really good like Beachbody played and like uh, it was one of the yeah. best events of the summer in my opinion yeah. and like 
even me taking myself out of you know the planning role I think it was like really really cool and that's something that we're really looking forward to doing this year again cool I think I just think Regina's scene is spectacular right now and there's a lot of people who want to come out and see live music is so. there okay so I mean we talked about Grind Central and Chris maybe being a reason that a lot of bands are coming up because there is this new access to to getting your music out there, getting your music recorded on the cheap. Is there anything else that you guys could maybe pick out that's really starting to help the scene bubble up? Is there new venues opening up, new promoters? Um, uh, the, the, I know the Mercury's always been busy, but the Mercury's been really good for shows. Like, it's not expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, the commitment level from certain people mm-hmm. actually putting on shows mm-hmm. um, has gone up. There was a, there was a few key players um, that that um, used to put on a lot of, like, punk shows and stuff that, that moved away. And now it just kind of made room for the younger crowd and... I think that's like a big thing that I've noticed lately is that there's a lot of, you know, teenagers and stuff coming cool. out to shows. Yeah. So I think the next five years are going to be really, really big in Regina just because of that. If, if these kids stick around, which hopefully they do. <laughs> My last question about Regina is uh, now you guys may not like this, but I'm wondering how much do you think maybe Andy Schaff had something to do with putting a, a spotlight on, on your, your city? Without a doubt. Yeah. The Andy's. best thing ever, his record is, records are 10, 11 out of 10, 12 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. no, he's... <laughs> there's not enough good you can say about Andy as a musician and as a person. Literally everything he touches is incredible. Even that new Fox Warren is just stupid good okay before we get into the rapid fire i uh i heard you guys mention something about a new album i'm not sure if it was what we were talking or if oh, it was yeah. before no uh, we when we get home we gotta start working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that's not fair we have started working on it truthfully but we've been certainly taking our time like long weekend ate up you know the past year as far as served ads goes and it also ate up two of the songs that were going to be on yeah that's true too. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i don't know it's been it, everything that we've talked about here in regards to grind central records all the other bands that were in the touring that we've done yeah it's been a very very hectic year so we haven't uh, spent a ton of time writing but there's there's a good amount of stuff in the hopper i think and um yeah we're gonna hunker down in 2019 here for sure we've had the name for like a year now so we finally like want to just make it just we keep <laughs> yeah. saying are we gonna make it yeah we, we gotta just go gotta get it. done yeah 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 uh it, the rest of 2019 uh, anything surf dads we should be looking out for uh, we'll probably tour here and there yeah. yeah yeah i don't think anything like too too crazy yeah but you know make you a know. record yeah make a record you know do some little festivals you know just keep it real sweet okay so i have a rapid fire that i like to do it kind of gets us off of the topic of just you know pushing surf dads and for you guys also your your record label get we get to know you a little bit more as people so we'll just jump in with probably the hardest question of the entire rapid fire uh no need to be rapid if like we can explain our answers you oh yeah okay good so my first question is what album sparked your love of music Bon Jovi, keep the faith. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it was the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Nice, <laughs> man. Is banger after banger, it counts, man. It's like, like a bunch of, It's like a compilation. Is, uh, all, yeah. All in what a, album? What band? No, like the, I'm serious. That was it. That was the first time I heard Elvis Presley, Hound Dog, and then 
that started everything. I'll answer. I'll I'll add to Gage's answer as he really likes uh, "Watch Out" by Lex on Fire. That was That's a big true. record for you. Uh, yeah. That was that was so that was what got one. me into heavy music. Nice. I was like in grade five and. I saw the accidents video premiere on much on demand. Yeah, and then they were the first heavy music I had ever saw live, and it's been all downhill from there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll just add really quick. Gage played on stage with Lex on Fire when he was 11. What? Yeah, he uh, told them that he knew the songs, and they let him come on stage. And him and Jesse, uh, who used to play with us, played with Lex on Fire. Yeah, we played Water Wings. It was weird. No way. Yeah, yeah that always that story <laughs> needs to never die. <laughs> What's your current musical obsession? Uh, Turnstile and Post Animal and uh, yeah, that's that's mine. I've been really into Big Thief. Um, yeah, Turnstile was big this year. Idols though is oh, probably yeah. that was my I, I I didn't hear it until probably like. October, November, and it was already in my top played in Spotify at the end of the year. Like, it was my number two. Um, I think that was my album of the year, and I just cannot get enough of Idols. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. Sadly, they're not Canadian, so we don't get to push them here, but I, uh, I think that was the best record of the year, honestly. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, burgers or pizza? Ah, oh, come on, Burgers. Man. <laughs> I gotta go with pizza. I'm not a cheese guy, so I'm going burgers. How do you take your coffee? Uh, I usually just, well, two years ago I would have drank like a six pack of Coca-Cola, but uh, I just drink water. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a huge coffee guy. I'm drinking it black right now, but typically I'm a green tea guy or peppermint if I'm sick. Best movie you've seen recently? Uh, Oh man, actually Into the Spider-Verse. Have you seen it? Holy smokes, is that good? That is legit the best Spider-Man movie ever Without a doubt. It's actually, it's actually incredible. I... Yeah, it blew me away. I'm not a big fan of animated films a lot of the time, yeah. but uh, the animation was incredible. It was hilarious. Everything was good. Does it have to be a new movie? Because I, no, I oh recently something you've seen recently. Uh, like I recently just rewatched Casino again, and oh I, yeah, it's ten out of ten. I, I buy a lot of Blu-rays still. I still like buying DVDs. Yeah, d- just <laughs> but <laughs> he buys Blu-rays. I have Netflix. 2018, oh, 2019. I have he Netflix. Buys Blu-rays, but it's fun. I. I even for Christmas, I bought my sister a movie I wanted. <laughs> so, uh, Joe Pesci is terrifying in Casino. Oh, he's oh, that's why I love that movie. Like he, him and De Niro, so good. Alcohol or marijuana? Alcohol, weed. What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? Um, does it have to be a Surf Dads show? No. Okay, well, actually, yeah, I'll do Surf Dads. We got um, iced. Oh yeah, that by was the Dawson City Music Festival in U- the Yukon, because uh, we are icing Gage a lot. Like we put, you know what icing is? Like, no, it's like you know, drink you smear off ice. Smear off ice. Okay. So the game is if if right now if you go to your cupboard and you see a smear off ice, you have to get on one knee and finish it. Like you got to chug it. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we got put, obsessed with this game. When we, we put were it in Dawson. his guitar case, put it in his pedal case. Like we got him so much. But it like it became like this thing that everybody in Dawson knew about when we were there. Yeah. So we I asked one of the festival people I was like can I ice him on stage like is there anything okay with that she's like yeah just 
make sure like uh, it's just him drinking it like you know so I was going to put one near his pedal case when he opened it on stage or something <laughs> and so I, we ended up not getting it done we're like or no we were going to do it in between a song mm. Dagan was going to bring it out as a present or something and then we before we go on the, they're like oh they're all the way from Regina uh, we have a gift for them and we open it it's a six pack of Smirnoff Ice <laughs> so in front of like the couple hundred five hundred people that were there we all got down on one knee and we chugged it <laughs> before the set and then we also had like we were partying way too hard on that <laughs> trip like that was that was a vacation and we we all had like not to make us sound really messed up or anything but we all had like three cans of pilsner um for each of us engaged had one of those big tall coronas yeah and we're like whoever doesn't finish all their beers on stage has to do a shoey Okay, what's shoe? is where you fill your <laughs> you, you fill your shoe with beer, like you, and you drink it out of your shoe. It's an Australian thing. And the thing is, though, I'm pretty sure we all finished our beer, and then we all did shoeies. Yeah, we did. Guys. We did a couple shoeies in the Yukon. So and we wear white shoes. Oh and no! The, the one is yellow. That was pretty funny. So worth it. I would I would agree with that answer. By the way, for me. Okay, what's the worst thing to happen on stage? Oh, oh I thought that was... No, that was, <laughs> no, that was best. That was best. Um, worst thing. I've... I, in my family, I play in a family band with like my dad and stuff. Yeah. With, it's like Greek music. Yeah. I've fallen off uh, stage before. Oh, like I used to do this when I was younger. I used to do a lot of drumstick tricks. Yeah. And I had this one where if I put it on the drum and I smack it, it'll go flying up in the air and I'd catch it. Yeah. And I did that and it went too far back and I kept going, going, and I fell clean off the stage mid song, <laughs> went back up and started playing. And it was that, that's probably it for me. The one that come like, it didn't happen to me on stage, but like it led to something on stage. Yeah. Um, it was probably six years ago now or something like that. Um, it was another Christmas show and Chris's, like it was one of his first bands was playing and they were pretty heavy and I was moshing and my knee got stepped on and I broke my knee. Oh, but my geez. band, my band was headlining. So I was like, I can't leave. Like I had a, a buddy He's who playing flew drums in. in this. Yeah. I had a buddy who flew With in. So I was like broken knee. Yeah. So I waited around for like four hours. My knee was like the size of my torso. And then, yeah, I had to play drums with a, with a busted knee. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was fun. You're hardcore. It was a hardcore yeah. band. Jeez. Right. So you got to do. <laughs> I've wised up since then. <laughs> that would not fly anymore. Can, I'm going to the hospital first thing. He now. retired from the pit. Yeah. He's not I have a, not been in there since. He used to be the pit commander. Now he's... That's a fly. <laughs> How many pets do you have and what are their names? Gage takes this one. I don't have yeah, any pets. I've got, I've got a cat. She's a little munchkin cat. Her name is Penny. She's really cool. Uh, she lives in my bathroom. She barely goes anywhere else. She's like a little bathroom <laughs> cat. So if you ever go like take a poo, she's like there watching you. Uh, and then I have I have two two dogs. Uh, Indy is the golden retriever who is on the cover of All Day Breakfast. Okay, yeah. And I actually got my second dog, Sam. I rescued him from Edmonton about five months ago. And he's... Might be cover dog. On, uh, the you, next never you never know. <laughs> he's he's the best. What was your favorite childhood toy? Bionicles. They're like Lego, but like more cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had um, Buzz Lightyear and Woody, and instead of what was the kid's name in Toy Story? Andy. Andy. Yeah. Instead of it saying Andy on the foot, it said Gage. So no that was way. pretty cool. Did you just draw that out? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> like, I, I still have it somewhere, and it's just the terrible penmanship. Yeah, it's so, so bad. bad. 
If you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Van Halen. Oh, yeah, backed. Yeah, without yeah, for sure. If they do this, if they do this 2019 summer tour yeah. of stadiums with David Lee Roth. Yeah. If they, if, you guys, Eddie, if this reaches you, we're available. Or or I'll quit my job for that tour. Or 2013 Kanye West when Jesus came out. I feel like we would fit that bill. Pretty pretty good. Uh, Who is your favorite superhero? Uh, Batman. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Because the Dark Knight and all those movies I watched too much. I'll tell you who's not Aquaman. That movie was cheesy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend. I like Captain America, though. He's pretty cool. Spider-Man's awesome. He's a classic. Beatles or the Stones? Beatles. I haven't really listened to much of either. Ugh. I know. I need to. I Oh, uh, like I'll the go Beatles because cool. I listen to Paul McCartney sometimes. Temporary. Yeah. <laughs> Secretary. What was your first car? Uh, I'm just so spoiled. Honda Civic 2008. I drove my mom's Toyota Tercel. And then my first car that like I had ever bought was a '98 Honda CRV with 340,000 kilometers on it. What's the best Canadian city to play? Edmonton. Doesn't need to be Edmonton. Uh, no, actually, you don't need no, to appease like, me. Hey, like, our, we had a lot. Of our fun Edmonton last night. shows yeah. have been off the off the charts. I actually, if I could just say Alberta, yeah. I, I legitimately would. Like between Edmonton and Calgary, the shows are always really, really good. Sweet. What's the worst? Kelowna. Oh, I love. I'm sorry, Kate. Okay, that's not fair because our last Kelowna show was so good, but our first Kelowna show put such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but yeah. Our last Kelowna show was. Awesome. It was awesome. Do you guys just play at Milk Crate? We played. At that's Milk where Crate it was last, last time, time, and it was, and it was so good. Yeah. The yeah. first time, then the time before was at Fernando's, and we were just like, it was our first ever tour. Yeah. Wasn't it? Ex- yeah, it's like, not fair. And I like, shouldn't say that. Yeah, because great. I didn't expect anyone to come. Yeah. And actually, that show paid us more than any other show on the tour. So <laughs> you can hate Kelowna all you want, but. <laughs> But, uh, no, I, uh, I don't really have a, we, uh, I don't know. I like playing anywhere. Cool. It's not a city yeah, I don't like going to. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, I got, I got one. Um, say you're on a road trip or you're driving like eight hours and then you get to the place and then everyone, once you get there, everyone starts putting their shoes on and starts getting their shit in their backpack. And when they had eight hours to get that all figured out, <laughs> that's my pet peeve. Mine is when you open the door for somebody, like in a public place, yeah. and they don't say thank you. Me too. I call people out when they do that. Oh, it's, yeah. No, exactly. It's like, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. 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 Give me one of your bucket list items. I want to go to an early game in a Leafs jersey and tell <laughs> McDavid to shove it up his thing. Man, what? You, you I'm are joking. in the wrong I'm space. I'm joking. You're a Leafs fan? I'm a Leafs fan. What? I'm originally from Alberta, so I want to have it on record that I'm an Oiler fan. Hey, I, res- I think McDavid's the best player in the world at the moment. There's no better hockey player than him right now. Yeah. I just, I hate the Oilers so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't lie to you. I, you want me to lie Get to you? Get out. I, I could I totally lie to you and tell them. No. That's what I tell every, there's so many Oilers so, fans. So, okay. But did you grow up in Regina? Yeah. So why the Leafs? Well, Were your folks from no, Ontario? No. At first I was an Avalanche fan when I was a kid because Joe Sackick is the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Winger he is but um and then Joe Sackick I mean he's so amazing he's so good and then as I got older I started really liking like the young talent from the Leafs yeah like I went to a Leafs game with my dad I go to Toronto quite often okay and so I was I went maybe my dad me and my dad saw the Golden Knights and Leafs and watching Matthews play was just he's what I wanted to be when I played so I think that's probably why I like the Leafs right now fair enough 
I don't even remember what that question was. Bucket list. <laughs> Bucket list. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Gage didn't even get a chance to answer that. But I, can I just, sorry, I'm going to add yeah. one more thing. I, I mean, no disrespect to the Oilers. I just, you know, you know how it is. Dude. It's not a bucket list. It's a pretty It's pretty easy to disrespect that team right now. I just paid an obscene amount of money to watch them lose to the Jets last night. <laughs> I would, my bucket list is Six to, in a row. <laughs> my bucket, Six loss in a row. I would love to go, uh, my bucket list would be to see the... Oilers game at Rogers Place. I haven't been there. I used to go to Rexall all the time. My dad used to take me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's bucket list. I don't know. I don't really think about you this. Sort so of much stuff. time. I know. No, you, I know. That's this. Is, I don't goes know. Right back to the van oh, thing get and getting out of shit here. ready to go. I was paying attention to your ridiculous tangent. Um, I don't know. I don't really like put too much precedent on like traveling or anything like that. But I think. I'm just going to relate it back to music. My bucket list thing music-wise would be to do like a Japan tour or something. I think yeah, it would be really cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. That's actually my most common answer. Really? I'd say about 50% of the time out of anything you could ever answer for that question, tour Japan is the answer. Cool. Yeah, it just seems sweet. Um, it must be amazing over there cuz everybody wants yeah. to go so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, this will, this will be fitting because once we're done here, you guys are driving back to Regina. So what's your favorite road trip album? Oh, I, oh, album. <laughs> I was going to say, can I stray that a little bit? Shh, absolutely. Uh, so I'm the best at arcade basketball. And last night at the rec room, I made enough points to get Connect 4. Like, like, uh, but like small. Where are you going? Style. So yeah, we're going to do Connect 4. Well, as we listen to uh, our favorite van album, which is? It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> all I can really say is that when we are on a summer tour and the sun is setting, like, it, well, it has to be, like, pretty dark out. Yeah. The first thing we put on almost every time without fail is Kanye West Jesus. Fair enough. It inspired us to start the band. Kanye West did. No, but that's what we tell people. <laughs> Okay, I got one last question for you guys. If you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? Uh, like, are you, are we getting a beer? Are we like hanging? Are we? Is there any anything else? Or is it just like I'm the guy he you, has to hang out with that day? You, your musical idol, you get together. He says, "Yeah, yeah, we'll grab a beer." Sure. Hell yeah, yeah. I'd do that absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that never meet your idols thing has, has, I don't know. I'd hang out with John Bon Jovi any day. (laughs) Any day. I don't know. I think that the people I look up to are all like pretty cool. So I think I would do it. Right. I think they'd keep it real. Sweet. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, And the way I usually end this is with one of your songs. So did you have one in mind you wanted us to play here? Um, Say like, well, I was going to, does it have to be off the new one? It doesn't, no. Should it be off the new one? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, there's, a, there's a tune that is, uh, why don't you come down? Oh, yeah, do yeah, that. So yeah. there's a, we did a split with uh, the low joy ceiling, okay. which is like members of Library Voices and Ra Ra and yeah. uh, 
And uh, there's a song on there that we're probably going to re-record for the new album. It's no called, probably. It's no, we are it. recording. Uh, it's called <laughs> Come Down, and okay. it's probably all of our favorite songs. But it, it, the, it didn't see the... It goes under various artists on Spotify and stuff, so you can't find it too well. But there's a tune called Come Down. If you search Surf Dads, you'll be able to find it. It's like also on, on Spotify, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's one of our favorite songs to yeah. play live. We play it live every show. Sweet. Okay. Right on. Well, thank you so much, man. That's it, fellas. Thank you. Go Leafs. and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The feature track was played with permission from Surf Dads. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.